resting place for me and his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. Welcome to VCF again. This is my mom, Fiona. This is my dad, I'm Doug Pishka. Well, um, that's enough of me talking. Um, let them learn about their lesson. Thank you, Josiah. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone, that's our nine-year-old son, Josiah. I'm sure you know him now from the last two lessons we've taught. Yes. Right? So that's Josiah. He's going into fourth grade tomorrow. He's our drummer boy. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, everybody, it's so great uh, that you are joining us again for our jump start, our journey with Jesus. Yes. And we just want to encourage you in some basic things that will inspire you to continue on your journey with Jesus. And so today we're going to be uh, talking about studying the Bible. Amen. That's something... <sighs> That I think we need to add to the basics because a lot of people miss that when they just become a yes. Christian. And uh, it's one of the most important steps. You know, uh, and maybe you have noticed this, but when someone becomes a Christian, they become a lifelong student about God's kingdom. Yes, but I think of being a student of the kingdom of God as more a fun relationship, not like a student uh, where you have to work and you have to like do all this stuff. It's it's a lot of discovery that you find out new things about God that you didn't even know. Well, it's like a, a, a young child uh, that was just born and then as they grow, they're figuring out all this new world. Yep. Everything's new to them, so they're they're testing things in their mouth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're putting things that they shouldn't because they're just, it's all new to them. And that's how studying the Word is. Right. So we discover new things, and then we have to sort it out and uh, figure out what is true and what is not true. Because remember, when you become born again, 
you are born again. You're a new believer, a new yes. creature in Christ Jesus, but you're not a new human. Right. So you've had um, life experiences already that were being lived. It, it depends on how old you are and how long you've been on the earth that those life experiences can create habits and ways of doing things. So when we study the word, yes. it helps us to have a mirror right? Absolutely. that we can look into to decide, okay, I should continue this behavior or I should not. But it's not to judge you like you're, you're a terrible person. It's to make you realize what things you can change and what things you can add to your life now that you're a believer. Absolutely. You know, uh, st- and technology has made studying God's word very easy. Yes. And I was able to see the transition. I used to have a big concordance. <laughs> I still actually have it in my library, but now I have my concordance on my iPad, which is much, much yes. easier. And I don't have to uh, carry around this big book, but uh, the different versions of the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, the ease of access, mm-hmm. it, it makes uh, study really fun. And you know, Paul told the young pastor in Second uh, Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, he said, uh, study and do your best to present yourself to God, approved a workman who has no reason to be ashamed uh, handling skillfully and rightly dividing the word of truth. Yes. So one of the things that happens is when you become a new believer, or maybe you've been a Christian for a while, and if you haven't studied the word of God, then your answers to people when they ask about your new life and what you're doing may not be as readily available to you, and you may feel shy, you may feel like you're not... um, equipped enough to tell people about your life experience with God and even to tell people about God. So studying is a critical part of us getting to know God and having a relationship with him. Yep. You know, the Bible says that even Jesus learned obedience. Yes. And part of that was uh, through the things that he suffered. But he was a young boy, 12 years old. Um, He was in the temple and he he was basically studying. He was asking questions. Which I think is a key component to studying God's word is to ask questions. You know, I'm so glad that when people ask me questions about what the Bible says, because I find that awesome and incredible. Yes. And it's, it's curiosity. It's wanting to know more about God. Instead, imagine when uh, people are dating Mm -hmm. and then you start dating and you didn't know each other before you're perfect strangers. And if you came into the relationship and only one person is telling the other person things about themselves, like you don't ever get to ask a question, you don't ever get to, you know, get answers about the person for things you want to know. Yes. They're just telling you what they want you to know about them and that's it. That's not, that's not a good relationship. No. <laughs> we wouldn't have lasted if that was the way our relationship was. So it's the same thing with God. It's a love relationship that we have with God. Yes. And he wants to have interaction. He wants us to ask him things about himself. And he wants us to tell him things about ourselves, how we feel about certain things. You know, I find myself that when I uh, study God's word and, um, you know, I have to read to edify myself. But then I also have to study uh, to minister to others, too. Mm-hmm. And, but it's awesome when I'm, I'm reading a passage of Scripture and I, and I come across it and I'm like, wow, I have a question about that. 
And then um, I asked the Lord about it. Maybe he'll take me to another verse, which he's often done before. And I just get further information about the question that I had, or I come across it a little bit later. Right. And sometimes, uh, you know, as we get into this, a cup, there's a couple ways to study the word. Yes. And, but one of them is the Lord will show you another scripture that goes with the, the one you're reading to right. kind of secure it and give it some witnessing power. Absolutely. And, you know, even though studying the Bible is fun, um, we are going to have a test. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not going to give you a test today. <laughs> but in life, you're going to face tests. Right. And here's the good news. Every test in life is an open book test. Yes. Thank God. In other words, you can open the Bible and you can find a solution to the test that you're facing. It's got answers, um, it's got insight, and it's got wisdom. Yes. And here's the great news. The Holy Spirit wants to teach you things that are in the Bible. Yes. So as a new believer, or even if you've been a believer for a while, if you find that you get real nervous or you feel insecure to answer people's questions that they have about your relationship with God or about God because they know you're a Christian, and so they kind of trip you up or you trip yourself up, whichever it is, you don't, don't just relax. The answer is in the Bible. And so what you have to do is ask the Holy Spirit to show you where the answer is or maybe who in his kingdom, which one of his teachers, which one of his preachers or pastors may know the answer that you can listen to their explanation and then you would have an answer. But never be in a um, pressured situation where you feel pressure to answer all these questions. Just relax. It's your relationship with God. If somebody else wanted to know these things and you don't have the answer yet, let them develop a relationship with God too. They can easily ask him just as much as they're asking you. Now, I know the answer to this question, but you weren't born in this country, were you? No. So you were born in another country. Right. But you became a citizen of this country. Was there any kind of process that you went through to become a citizen? Yeah, so I had to pass a test. Mm -hmm. I had to learn about the Constitution of the United States. And then when I got to the interview, there was an interview, I had to answer certain questions. I had a thick book to read and learn everything about. And then I had 10 questions I had to answer. Okay. But I didn't know what 10 questions there were going to be, so I had to know the stuff. Yes. It was video recorded so that I, wasn't, um, I couldn't bribe the person that was giving me the test so they would pass me. Yeah. It was a video recorded session, so it, it's shown there what my answers are. So, so that's how I qualified to become okay. a citizen. Well, there's a scripture here in the Bible that I want to go to in Ephesians mm-hmm. uh, chapter 2, verse 9. It says, uh, every born-again believer is a citizen of heaven, a member of God's household, having uh, been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. So when I became a citizen of heaven... I had never been a citizen of heaven before. Right, right. So I had to learn about what does heaven do? What does heaven mean? Mm -hmm. And I had to study some principles that govern people who are in heaven. Yes, that's really good. Except in heaven, your citizenship comes from just uh, saying yes to Jesus. Yes. Thank God, it's way easier. (laughs) But but what I'm saying is I knew nothing about this kingdom that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. So 
God has provided me with principles. He said we're built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Well, we have writings from apostles Mm -hmm. and we have writings from prophets. Mm -hmm. And and that and Jesus, of course, he's the main focus. He's the he's the foundation. He's the chief cornerstone. Yes. And um, but it's it's studying these principles that helps you live in this kingdom. Yeah. If you're going to be a Christian, which you should be, there's no doubt about it then you want to utilize everything that the Bible says we can have on the earth as part of the benefits of being a Christian and knowing God as your Savior, knowing him as your Father. This is the key. So the best way to do this is really to study what the Bible says. It's not about whether or not you're a good reader. I don't don't like to study. There's lots of ways that you can get the Word of God from the Bible into you. Yes, you know, Jesus said a very powerful statement in John 8:32. He said, "You shall know yes. the truth." Yes. And the truth will make you free. Well, how how does one know the truth? You know, we have to know the truth by uh you know, looking to the truth, listening to the truth. So, and another way to look at it mm-hmm. is to know the truth for yourself. Yes. Not just to know it exists. But to be a witness of the truth, and the best way to do that is to read it for yourself. Yes. And say, yeah, that's in the Bible. I agree with that. That is so true. I remember when I first um, started learning about faith and was introduced to what, what everyone calls today the Word of Faith group, I was so shocked at the things I discovered that were in the Bible that I didn't even know were there because I, I'm, I was used to hearing somebody else told me what was in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Not so much me reading it for myself or even having someone show me where it is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. A lot of the preaching I was used to was people exhorting. So they would tell you it's in the Bible. Yes. But there was never a, a, uh, you know, a teaching where you just go read it and then talk about it, read it yeah. and talk. My dad did that a lot. But in general, uh, my dad would read. There would be lots of scriptures when my dad preached. But in general, the general teaching environment was just a lot of people just telling you the Bible says this and the Bible says that. So I grew up thinking that way. So when I first encountered uh, the word of faith and, and, you know, that type of teaching, I was shocked at what I didn't know. But I quickly learned. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start utilizing what the word says for the benefit of mankind and your life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was um, a passage uh, of scripture. Jesus was saying that you need to pay attention to what you hear. Yes. Um, I like the story of the woman at the well. You know, she had an encounter with Jesus uh, he talked to her about eternal life and living water, and she wanted it, and so she received it. But then she went and told the yes. town that she was from, mm-hmm. and half the town came out, and they said, you know, uh, now that we've heard him for ourselves, I mean, we heard because you said something, but now that we've heard it for ourselves, mm-hmm. we believe. Yes. You know? Yes. There's and something about seeing it for yourself. Yes. 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 And the whole, I feel like then the Holy Spirit could give you revelation. And reveal more about it than what you just heard somebody else say. You go further. You know, see, God's word is our guide for life. Yes. And so um, as a guide, we're supposed to look to it often. I like what James says in the book that he wrote, 
uh, in James 1, verse 25. It says, he who looks carefully into the perfect law of liberty. I like that phrase, the perfect law of liberty. If you want to know how to get free and stay free, the Bible is the perfect law of liberty. Yes. And, And faithfully abide by it. Uh, not having become a careless listener or a forgetful hearer, but an active doer. Mm-hmm. All right? We have to... The Bible was is the most practical book that you will ever find in history. Yes. It was meant for anyone to be able to do what it says and put it into practice in their life. You know, I'm thinking, you know, when you see the word doer. Yes. I, I'm thinking about if somebody memorized a map mm-hmm. of to go somewhere and they never turn the car on or the vehicle on they never move from where they are mm-hmm. but they have the map memorized then the memorization of the map is not going to get them anywhere right it's just they're still going to be where they are because good, they have not turned on or made any movement mm-hmm. in the direction of what they've memorized yes. so studying the word of god is different than memorizing scriptures. Absolutely. Which is, I think, is something that people miss. Especially if you grew up in the church and you went to Sunday school. Yeah. And so you got the prize or, you know, you won points or whatever because you memorized the scripture. But you never put it into, you You never connected the two. Mm-hmm. How do you use it in life? Like, right. you know, praying for my friend. That's a good way to put action to things when you learn about healing. Mm-hmm. Or leading somebody to Christ, leading my teacher to Christ, leading my friend to Christ. That's action to something you saw or you studied in Sunday school when they talked about witnessing to others. So even as an adult, even as you grow as a Christian, you have to do more than memorize scripture, which is good to know. But you got to move. You got to take it and do it. And that's what this is telling us to do. Yeah, putting the word into practice, those are the ones who are going to get blessed. Right, right. And, you know, Paul, he commended a group of people called the Bereans. Mm -hmm. And he said that they were more fair-minded than anyone else because, you know what they did? They actually studied what Paul preached to see if what Paul was saying Saying was was true. Yes, yes. See, here's the thing. We live in a world uh, that is full of deception, mm-hmm. you know, and the only way to overcome deception is with the truth. And that's why it's so important not only to know the truth, but to continue to look to it, to continue to study it. Right. And listen right. to it. it it's really uh, an awesome thing. So I guess before we close off, <laughs> we, we, we have some time. time. Okay. Yeah. But what are some of the basic steps if I'm now starting out and I want to study the Word? Well, um, I want to uh, say something before I, you know, you, you, could, you could study a book, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like First Peter or the Gospel of John or uh, Isaiah. You could study a character, mm-hmm. you know. Um, of course, one of my all-time favorite tools of study is the Thompson Chain Reference yes, Bible. Yes, Pastor Doug has had, I don't know. It's like five or six. Yes. and I, I even have one electronically now. Yeah, now he has it <laughs> electronically, so I don't think it will be as battered as the physical ones. Yeah. But because you can follow a subject through the Bible. You know, you could study a subject like faith mm-hmm. or salvation mm-hmm. or healing. You know, when a person is, is dealing with a sickness, they need to um, 
go to scriptures that talk about healing. Why? Because faith comes how? By hearing and hearing the word of God. Yeah, it comes by hearing the yes. word of God. So the more you hear some other input about a subject matter in your life, yes. it's even more important that you go to the Bible and see what the Bible says about that subject. Not to what people have preached about it alone. You may find someone that's an expert on the subject. That's great. You can go to that. But you need to see for yourself. Yes. What the Bible says about that subject matter, because then the Holy Spirit can talk directly to you about it. Yeah. See, if I'm thirsty, I want to get some pure water. Right. I don't want to get, you know, when I when I was growing up and playing outside, Mm -hmm. we used to drink water from a garden hose. (laughs) Maybe some people are like that, you know, but I tell you what, water from a garden hose is awful tasting. Yeah. I mean, it'll quench your thirst. (laughs) <laughs> It'll leave a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. But it, versus a purified source of water. Mm-hmm. See, the word of God by itself is pure. Yes. It's it's not mixed with anything. Mm-hmm. And that's going to give you the greatest potency yes. of uh, the power of God. Yes. So when I want to study a subject. Yes that I'm interested in an area of life that I'm growing in that I want to expand. That's another thing we study the word for. If we every every level of expansion that we want in life, we go to the word. Yes. So I may hear a minister talk about the subject. So that gives me a, a starter point, so mm-hmm. to speak. Exactly. And whatever revelation I get from them speaking, I could take those scriptures, those same scriptures they use and go look at them for myself, meditate on them, which is a, a process of mm-hmm. studying the word, meaning yes. I ponder them over and over. I read them. I look at them. And the Holy Spirit will bring to my remembrance, based on my relationship with him, yes. he'll bring other scriptures that I know, yes. other uh, life experiences where I have won using those scriptures, And he brings the whole package together so I can build confidence in God's ability to take me to that next level. And see, that's what studying the Word of God will do than just memorizing something. And and no matter how you study the Word, whatever, if you're going to be inductive or deductive or you're going to study a character or whatever, you want to study it with this in mind. You're studying it with the purpose to do it. Yes. Don't study it just to know it. Because if you do that, you're going to become proud. Yes. Now, there's a a young man in the Bible. I mentioned him earlier, but his name was Timothy. And in 2 Timothy chapter uh, 3, verse 15, the Bible says that he he knew the scriptures Mm -hmm. as a young man. Yes. Yes. And it was communicated to him by his grandmother, Mm -hmm. uh, Lois, and his mother, Eunice. Yes. And now it's working in him. Mm -hmm. And he was a protege of the Apostle Paul. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe, uh, he got converted under Paul's ministry. And... uh, But Timothy was a pastor. He was a pastor at a church uh, in Ephesus. And... But the heritage of faith that he got, you know, and... He didn't just take what his grandmother and mother said, but he went. He became a student himself. Yes, and his study caused them to be approved. Yes, and this is key. So if you grew up in a Christian home and you heard what your mom and dad and grandparents and everybody else said, that's great. 
But then you have to take a time where you're studying for yourself. Yes. So that you can be approved. They were approved, but you have to be approved for what it is you're supposed to do. Not approved like that you're going to heaven. To do that, you receive salvation for yourself. But when it comes to studying God's word, the approval part is for your call, yes. for the thing that God wants to utilize your life for the earth if you let him. So I feel like a lot of times um, Christian kids, kids who grew up in Christian homes, they don't get the benefit of having their own relationship with God. Right. They write off of the relationship of the parents or the family member that's, you know, that keeps praying for them and doing everything for them. But if we want to continue a heritage for our family, then we need to be the ones to uh, encourage them to study things for themselves as well. Not just yes. give them everything that, you know, See, that we know alone. A mechanic studies motors. Yes. A lawyer studies law. Mm-hmm. A doctor studies medicine, you know, and some of those professions, a teacher studies education. Um, some of those professions have intensive courses yes, of study. Yes, they do. And then you have to uh, do... Um, you have to pass a, a bar. Yes, or a and then you have to do um, ongoing, I forgot yes. what it's called, but anyway. Continuing education. <laughs> Continuing education, yes. So even professionals in the world are studying their material that they work on every day. Yes. You know? Yes. And so we as Christians, we have to be studying our material every day. We have to be studying the Bible. And it's not so much because the Bible changed. No. It, it it's change. because our environment is changing. Yes. The world around us is changing. So we need to be up to date. We need to be on yes. the spot with God to know what he is saying that we could apply to what's happening today. So if you're looking around the world saying, wow, where is God? Why is everything happening? It's not where is God. He's always been there. Yes. It's what are we going to do as the Christians, as the salt and the light? What is your part? The best way to know your part is to study the word and yes. find out what you're supposed to do in it. See, and in the world, um, we can encounter all kinds of things, positive mm -hmm. and negative. But there's one anchor to a person's soul. Mm -hmm. It is the word of God. Yes. And it brings peace. It brings harmony. It brings completion. Yes. You know, uh, there, there was a phrase in the book of Acts. It says, in him we live and move mm -hmm. and, and have, have our, our being. being. Yes. So... We stand complete in God, and the Word of God was written for our benefit, mm -hmm. and it shows us what God thinks, mm -hmm. it shows us what God likes, what He doesn't like, it shows us where we came from, and where we're going, mm -hmm. and how we're going to get there. Right, and, and then it corrects our way. Yes. I mean, it's all inclusive. Absolutely. It's all inclusive. I personally don't know what I would do if I didn't have the word of God to refer to and to um, encourage and to give instruction and to point things out and to give new information. That's the other part of studying the word of God. It gives us new information. Yes, revelation. It, that comes in revelation knowledge. But if you didn't know the original, you got to know, so you got to start somewhere. Exactly. And then revelation comes. And, and God wants us to continually grow mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the knowledge of God. Yes. 
it's it's a that's why when in the beginning you said yes. it's a lifelong yes it's a lifelong thing being a christian and studying the word it's not dreary it's not a chore it is an excitement that you could read you could read john 3:16 for 30 days and get something brand new every time you read it I don't know how many times I've read John 3:16, but I've said a lot. I, I've seen a lot of new things. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think that would be a good goal. Yeah. I think pick a scripture, pick John 3:16, pick Psalm 23, pick Psalm 91 would be a great one yes. to study right now, and just for 30 days, just meditate on some part or all of it and see what new things God brings to you. Absolutely, you know, and we have to treat the Bible like spiritual food. Yes. We eat sometimes three meals a day, more or less, give or take. Mm -hmm. And um, we can only go for so long without eating food and our bodies will get weak. Yes. You know, but the word of God is um, the, our spiritual food. Uh, God even said, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every, every word. word that proceeds out yes. of the mouth of God. Every word that's written in the Bible it proceeded out of the mouth of God. Yeah, so if you're in a situation where it seems like death is imminent, you know, there's no hope, uh, the doctors give you a bad report, people around you are telling you you're going to die soon, you know, write your will. Or if you want to live, then a good practice would be overdose on word because the Bible yes. says every word, yes, every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. It is life to us. So just keep overdosing on word. Just put it in you and keep putting it in. And revelation will come. And the enemy's plan, which sickness is a plan of the enemy, to steal, kill, and destroy you. The enemy's plan has to bow to the word because it already did. Jesus already, Jesus is the word. Yes. Jesus already defeated Satan and all his works, but sometimes it, it, we don't catch on to it right away. Like, it's, for some reason, humans think there's got to be another step somewhere. It's really already done, but until your body can catch on to it, just keep pouring word into it. Yep. Uh, play scriptures, play people reading scriptures, yourself reading it, and just keep pouring it in. And if you haven't already, you're going to discover that the word of God is appealing. It's history. Yes. It's poetry. Yes. It's wisdom. It's biographies. Mm -hmm. It's autobiographies. Mm -hmm. It's prophecy. I mean, it tells the future. Yeah, it's it, yes. prophecy. It's educational. Mm -hmm. uh, it's instructional. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's something in the Bible for everyone. Yes. You know, if you're a history buff, oh, there's all kinds of good history. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but I want to encourage you to get in the word so the word gets in you. Yes. And there has to be an exchange. Jesus said it best. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide, abide in, in you, you. Yes. you can ask whatever you will and it shall be done. Yes. You know, I was thinking uh, a good place to start is with a devotional. Yeah. Uh, many people have written devotionals, and they give you a scripture, they explain it, then they ask you questions and things like that. Uh, we've done, I've done some, I think Doug's done yes. some. Um, and so just look up our names online. Amazon has them. You can certainly get them there. But also, if you, uh, I have a free group on Facebook. If you're watching us on Facebook and you want to check it out, um, Purpose and Destiny Fulfilled. But every morning, 
there is a brand new, a, a devotional that gets posted every morning, and then uh, it gives you a thought, it gives you a scripture, and then I, I share something and a prayer. So if you want to just jumpstart yourself and get yourself acclimated to how this works, that's a good place to start. And then um, you can certainly check out a devotional, but reading the Bible for yourself, but those things will give you a trigger scripture that you can then continue on with. But there are many ways. It's so much easier today yes. for people to get into the word of God, study it for themselves and grow personally. This is the key to grow personally, not right. basing it on people around you. Yep. So we just want to pray for our listeners today yes. and those of uh, them that are watching about uh, just getting in the word. Father, we give you thanks Thank you, and Jesus. praise that you've given us your word. Yes, Lord. Lord, you breathed into holy men who wrote down your sayings. This word is holy. This word is life-giving. And Lord, I pray that people will be uh, energized in their study and research of your word. Yes, And Lord. they will learn the principles that govern your kingdom and give us victory on life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you. And uh, we'll see you soon. Yes. Bye-bye.